Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. As a young child, and even on up into my early adult years, I lived in a lot of guilt and shame over thoughts and behaviors I had and not knowing how to correct or be more like I wanted to be, but feeling stuck in a type of behavior and a type of personality that I didn't like. And so there was a lot of self-hatred and self-disgust that would happen in that setting. And it wasn't until about a decade ago that I learned how to see myself and view myself through a different lens. And so I'm going to share about that in this episode. My name is Monica Maurer, and I am a licensed therapist. I'm also the director of the Center for Transformation Institute. And at the CFT Institute, we exist to partner with therapists in personal and professional growth. And I know a lot of us as therapists come into this field because we're trying to figure ourselves out. And as we start to figure ourselves out, then we think, oh, you know, maybe I can help someone else because this life thing is pretty tricky. This psychology thing is pretty tricky. It's, it's complicated to be human and there's so many complexities to the way we think and the way we feel, the way we process information that really gets kind of stuck and halted when we don't understand ourselves. And the more we grow in self-understanding and self-awareness and self-love, the more we're going to be able to enjoy our lives and live lives of peace and, and gratitude and connection to God and others. So about a decade ago, I came across a, cur a curriculum called the Life Model, and we're going to have lots of upcoming information about the Life Model. But one of the most profound things that I discovered in the Life Model is this idea of true identity and what it is, how to access it, how to live in it, how to connect to it on a daily moment by moment basis so you live with a sense of who you really are not with how you sometimes act so the concept of true identity has to do with the person who I am designed to be my my redeemed self my transformed self isn't always how I act because sometimes I act out of my wounded self and this is a similar concept to internal family systems IFS model we talk about the core self versus the exiles and the managers and the firefighters. So it's a similar concept and there's lots of other therapies that kind of tap into this idea. But I lived a lot of my early life thinking I was my behavior and, I, and who I was, my character was indicated by how I acted in my wounded self, not knowing that I really have this true identity, this, it's, this oftentimes very opposite of how I'm acting. In fact, one of the concepts from Life Model is that in our main pain characteristics, the main way that we experience and act in our pain is actually like a direct 180 from our true identity. That if we are isolating and rejecting others, when we are in pain, that that actually has an indication that our truest identity is to live in joy and connection with others. That we're doing the thing that's opposite because, as Dr. Wilder would say, it's the light that blinds, right? So 
when something is so big inside of us, when I'm a person who really has deep compassion and desire to connect with others, but I feel rejected, it's so very painful for me that I act completely opposite of who I truly am because of that pain. So that really, that really resounds with me. And as I have discovered that sense of self, I've been able to get some adjectives and um, concepts about who I am, who I'm called to be, who I'm designed to be, who I'm wired to be, that really fits so well with and resounds with who I am. And so I've been able to kind of connect to that. But one of the things, probably the main thing that that's taken to be able to get to that is relationship. Because we have the mirror neurons in our, in our brain that reflect back the image of who we think people are perceiving us as, as our identity. You know, I can't see myself. I can only see myself through the lens of how others are viewing me. And so because of that, I take on concepts about who I am based on how I'm perceiving others might be thinking of me, how they're treating to me, how they're responding to me. And that gets very convoluted when the people that I'm around are really wounded and damaged themselves from their own lives because they're going to be reflecting back to me an inaccurate identity, an inaccurate identity reflection. And that really complicates my ability to see myself. So most important thing in developing true identity is getting around people who are healthy enough to reflect back accurately to you. Not based on your behavior, but based on that redeemed self, that part of you that's, that's shining through, that you, you might not be able to see, but that when they're around you, they can see, this is who you are. You are kind, you are generous, you are loving in your true identity. And that is, is such, such an important thing. I think one of the things that we talk about a lot in the therapy that I do and with the groups and with my own identity groups that I've formed outside of my practice, one of the things we talk about is you're not with me all the time, so you don't see how I am outside of my relationship with you, so how do you know who I am? Well, as people who are reflecting accurate identity, we don't need to um, be harsh with one another necessarily in terms of how we see each other acting or what, we, what we're doing on our worst day in our wounded self. What we want to do in situations when we know that our friend, our colleague, our, our child, our spouse is not acting like themselves is we want to remind them who they really are. We want to say, you know what, right now you are acting, not you are, you are acting disrespectful. You are acting um, ungrateful. You are acting whatever, unloving. But you really are such a loving person. And I know that because I've seen you do this and this and this. And when we do that with the people that we are in relationship with, it reminds them who they really are. It gives them the strength to really behave and act as the person they really are rather than getting stuck in the dysfunction of their behavior and seeing themselves through that lens and toxically taking in shame that is not going to help them grow into acting like their true identity more often. I hope this was helpful. I look forward to the continued conversation. Tune in again soon.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow. We hope you will join us next Monday. To expand your knowledge and continue your growth journey, go to cftinstitute.com and take our assessment. See you next time.